I'd like to reintroduce you to the Safety Consultant Blueprint course. That's the course that I've been teaching many consultants how to get the foundation for what they're doing. We talk about setting proposals and getting your first clients. Go to safetyconsultantblueprint.com. This episode is powered by Safety FM. Welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I am your host, Sheldon Primus. It's a podcast where I teach you the business of being a safety consultant. Thanks you for listening to this show. If you have not yet, please subscribe so we can spend more time together. You know, get to know each other. So whatever you're listening to me right now on, go ahead and hit subscribe. If you have hit subscribe and you haven't shared it with a buddy, please do share it with someone so uh, they know of the services I could help them with. Hopefully if they're starting their own consulting business or they're playing that role for their organization. And if you got a little moment, you could support the show by just going ahead and telling everybody what you think about it in the comments of um, whatever service you use. So leave a review. That'd be awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, well, this week we're going to part two of my interview with my former student, Alan Wolford. Alan is like, uh, every time I hear that man and see what he's doing, I'm I'm in. I'm in. So we uh, had a good time talking. Uh, We talked a lot about podcasting in this half of the episode. And if you have not heard episode one, you definitely need to go to one and listen to Alan and uh, hear a little bit about us talking about the cost program and all that other stuff. So that's what you would love to do or you need to just just for this one give you some context so uh just as a reminder remember uh, i told you and well those of you that listened to episode one you heard this which was my uh my rain and so that's my rain in the background uh, it's because I live in an RV full time. That's what my wife and I did. We're RVers. And if you uh, want to follow our journeys, go to Instagram and we're beyondboundaries.world. Beyondboundaries.world on Instagram. And you can see my wife and I doing our travels as we go there. Uh, hey, while you're at it in the in the subscribing mood, just go ahead and, and uh, follow I think that's the term in Instagram, right? Follow us on Instagram on IG. Hold on. I got to get cool and follow us on IG. (laughs) And uh, so again, beyond boundaries dot world. And then you can see us traveling. So in doing that, I actually don't have a soundstage or anything. I got a good mic, but I don't have a soundstage. So uh, you hear background. So in my interview with Alan, uh, it was raining. And uh, the people who were listening to episode one, and if you have not, you want to go back. I just told you, please, yeah, you know, take it easy when you hear my mic pot up. 
and you got that. <laughs> so you hear like the ending of that as the rainstorm goes. But Alan and I just kind of talk about podcasting. We talk about his dragging up series that he did and lessons learned. Uh, talked about consulting. Alan was one of the first, if he wasn't the first person to take my safety consultant blueprint course. And uh, that is safetyconsultantblueprint.com. And uh, he was just, you know, telling me a little bit about his experience through the consulting sign. And then we talked a little bit about stress. What do I do for stress? And I'm an essential oil, oil guy, so we've been using that. And uh, we talked a little bit about that and mindfulness and how that kind of wraps back around to safety and health. So we had a really fun conversation. So as long as you could, uh, you could escube, <laughs> then <laughs> have yourself a, a fun time listening to the rest of this episode. And I won't be coming back. I'm just going to let it ride. So go get them. I had another thought now that you're like a podcasting, like, like, uh, you are just the podcast king. I, I thought you it. were going to say queen. I, I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the 20s. I'll take it. It's, it's the 20s. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but you've been uh, just, I love like your, uh, your ease at it. I really love the ease that you go through and then the humor and you being yourself and uh, how did that, like uh, the transition, I should say, from not getting into something like this medium and then now getting so comfortable? How you, uh, what's your system? Well, to be honest with you, uh, when I reviewed the previous podcast, the Dragon Up 6.0, you know, and I would see how easy it was for Jr. who, before we went to Alaska, before we were together on Shemya, he was in the radio and uh, production industry. Oh, with that voice, he has to be. Yeah, and, and uh, he worked primarily with country music. He had a long time in Nashville and other areas. And so when I was listening to people speak about stuff, uh, it came around things that were comfortable or knowledgeable. And because JR and I could talk and be open and frank and everything uh, based off of our background, that's when I decided that I needed to change. I, I guess I had an epiphany after dragging up and I saw what people were responding to. And I saw how people were like, you know, don't read a script. He provide a script so you have talking points and things that you can think about prior to it being asked. But be clear, be what's on your mind, say what you truly feel. Um, I mean, you got, you got to think about the audience and you got to think about how they absorb and they, they reflect it. But what made me comfortable was similar to what you were saying. Instead of trying to talk to them as a student, talk to them as a friend, somebody I'm trying to engage with and learn about and, uh, just approach it that way, you know, let them know, hey, I'm going to ask you, have you ever had, you know, an experience like this, like I do with my active shooting stuff? Um, have any of you been in a scary situation? Have you did this? Oh, yeah. Remember this time when uh, these events occurred back in this day? And we felt comfortable because we weren't challenging each other. And that's what that's what happened. Um, I quit overanalyzing what I was going to say and ask yeah. and try to think ahead. And it just seemed to flow more, hmm. especially like you said, talk to him as though I'm sitting there next to him, you know, and it's like, Hey, this is what's going on. Here's the way I feel about it. I do. 
I do have people complain about the language at times uh, because they'll say, oh, my dad was sitting next to me or my wife. I was like, okay, you know, tell them there's a, there's a thing down there. It says mature audience, you know, and this is Alan. So anything could come out of his damn mouth. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Come on with, with your background. (laughs) Well, it, it's funny when I was looking at the Spotify stats the other day, most of my listeners are not even my age. It's the younger people. And when I interviewed a uh, excuse me, when I interviewed Chance Roberts the other day, and people were like, you know, we don't hear people talk like this generally. Not that they don't have friends that speak properly, yeah. but everybody's afraid to say what's on their mind or respond, and that's like, don't be afraid. Yeah. Don't don't be hateful and temptfully. Uh, if something falls out, just oh, I'm sorry, this may not be the group for that. Yeah. Um, but they like the directness. They like listening to the other shows where I said, hey, this is what happened to me. They did this. And they're like, nobody, no males talk about that. That's like, you're losing power, manliness, saying that. And I was like, yeah. no, no, we all go through changes. If we don't share it, how's that going to prepare my son and my grandson for the future? Well, yeah, it's true. I, I do need to, I do need to get more comfortable. So when I'm speaking, it's like, and for you ladies listening, put your fingers in your ear, do this. They enjoy that. <laughs> but that's, again, one of the things I learned from you. Sheldon, I've never heard you even swear. Not once. Well, but you... You, <laughs> you can tell if you're going to get your butt chewed out by Mr. Primus. It's like, okay, he went soft. That means the hammer's coming. <laughs> That's funny because you ask my kids, if, um, if someone, one of your parents were to say a bad word, who would it be? And both of them will say mom. <laughs> no kidding. I yeah. blame the mom too. Yeah, both of them and mom. <laughs> they, they would know right away. And she's, she's, she's not bad at all. But out of the two of us, you know, she's, she's because they're, you know, my kids are like yours are in their 20s. But, uh, but back then, it was like, you know, <laughs> it's like, um, just, and uh, for me, truly, uh, I've got a couple of those episodes where there's um, uh, my, my discretion is on too, and I, I don't do all of them, but it's just, uh, I prefer my, my audience to know when, yes, there is going to be something that might get you a little bit worked up and you might hear me say something or you hear my audience say something or my interviewer, uh, person I'm interviewing say something. That's okay. It's life. <laughs> it's, uh, it's okay. <laughs> See, you teach me new things all the time, children. Don't listen to my podcast. Don't. You're, you're an educated <laughs> and you know, somebody I have admired for years. We've been friends for years. Yeah. But I just love your approach. I love that, you know, this is your thing, like consulting. You know, now that I'm consulting again, I, I look back on the way you approach the class and I approach my clients the same way. And then having taken your consulting training and how you look at things, um, I, I'm still developing. I mean, every day I'm learning something new because I've got some clients that are not so difficult, uh, but they have certain restrictions, whether it's, you know, financial our human resources because this turnover rate, stuff like that. Yeah. They have the best intent. And you prepared and taught us how to deal with that. I mean, I don't know how you got into consulting from the training, but the inspiration you provided me and others was like second to none. 
Oh, absolutely. No, I appreciate that because you were actually one of the first people to take my uh, consultant blueprint course. Uh, I yes, believe sir. you were like uh, one or two, actually. And uh, for, for doing that, my, my whole mindset is uh, even when I teach my cost students and my cost M students, I just say, I'm going to teach you as if you're a consultant because you're going to be the consultant, even though your role may and your title may say safety officer, you're acting as a consultant. Yeah, we may have to sell it. Yes, sir. You got to sell it. So I, um, I, yeah. the mindset for me and, and for in all the stuff that I do, even with my uh, safety consultant uh, TV product, uh, all the, the stuff I'm thinking of is what did I do? And then let's break that down. And then what are people telling me? Uh, so I, I want to find out from other consultants. And again, I'm going to mention Ryder Cobb because Ryder is my mentor as far as consulting. And uh, he honestly was helping me with pricing and a few other things. And I said, why isn't anyone else doing this? Uh, so that's what I, I was thinking about is like, we are all scared to say our prices or we're scared to say uh, what are we going to uh, or our approach because we think it's the secret sauce, you know. And quite honestly, I believe everyone could truly be a consultant because of think of all of the different employers and your experience is your experience. That's the thing that is the secret sauce. It's not the, the, the gimmick. It's not the promotion. It's not anything else. It's you. That's, right. that's the whole thing. It's you. They're buying your, their time or your time because they believe you've got something and then you got to prove that. So that's when the chops come in. But overall it's for consultants sharing with consultants, you're not giving away your trade secrets because it's still going to get, someone's going to figure out your trade secret. <laughs> so yeah. they're going to do it too. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So at that point I'm thinking, what's the, why are we all consultants? Why are we all safety consultants to be more specific? The reason why is because we feel we could help people. So Absolutely. I'm not going to hold back information if that's going to help someone. It's uh, that's, that's my, that's my goal. That's my idea. I'm glad you did, brother, because I know, because I was fortunate enough to take your class, you know, I've seen people say, I can't take the cost or cost of the, the cost of the class, the hotel and stuff. And I was like, you got to look at that as an investment. you got to look what this is going to do for you, where you can apply it, you know, and get to that level. And they, they fight and say, well, I can go get, you know, this OSHA thing and all that. And I was like, you're not going to understand it as well. Because you're not required to have all this additional training that comes with this. You know, you're, you're going to have some safety knowledge. You're going to have this. You're going to be fine. But outside of those footprints, you're not going to know, you know, where to go from there. Because you're like, this is the only way I can do this. This is the only way I can approach it. And it's not. The way you taught us, uh, this may be under this standard, but it's also under this standard. It's going to apply to this. Then you have state programs. You know, you told us not to look just outside the box, but to build a bigger box with all the stuff that you were giving us. I mean, those manuals and the handouts you gave us, I still have. Oh, yeah. Because I, I share them. I do, brother. Was that if the U.S. Class? professional, uh, the, the the drive that you got there? That's an amazing group, by the way. Sorry to cut you off, but that's, that no. is truly an amazing Facebook group. Yeah, they, they've helped. But no, with the stuff you gave us for the cost class, uh, when I go out and do student handouts and stuff like that, uh, I've just, 
retype like some of the questions you gave us that was in the book. I don't have it right now because we packed up to, you know, be able to sell the house and everything. Yeah. But I mimicked some of that because it was challenging questions. You know, hey, where does this have to be? What's the minimum distance for this? And when they look up on the CFRs, but now we challenge, look it up on your phone, you know, because if you're in the field and need to look it up, hey, here's an app on that. Look for, you know, ladders. Look at this. Look at that. And you can, you know, teach them how to use the book and their electrical devices. But uh, that's a good idea, because actually I was thinking about that because I'm still again old school and here i am with uh 30 hour students and i'm like all right i gotta go purchase all these books and make sure they got that <laughs> so yeah, brother. I, today is the anniversary of the very first osha 30 class i've given tens before after yours you know after i've been to your program uh-huh. and one of the things people saw where i posted the picture uh and then on some of the other classes is like why does this group have a book and these guys have their phones and tablets. I said, the guys with phones and tablets are all field personnel. So when something happens in the field, I need them to know how to look it up, look up the CFR, look up the reference. For the guys that are in the office that are managers and stuff like that, they're working on bids or they're working on processes. And they have to say, okay, it's going to take us uh, 10 hours because we have to train to this. We're going to have to set this material up. Uh, when we do the PNIDs, we've got to make sure it matches these instructions. So they learned how to use the book. And then they'd switch. And yeah. we'd put them in the field and figure out this problem and solution. You know, how far does the propane have to be stored from a building once it reaches 1,000 pounds? Where does this have to go? And, and they got comfortable if they didn't have the book with, you know, everything inside of it to give them quick reference on looking it up digitally because that's where so much is going today. Oh, yeah. And that's a great idea because you right there, you'll have the letter of interpretations and you'll be yes, able sir. to look at all the other stuff right there. So huh. you might have to do like a, um, a QR codes, too. So people would just you know scan it right there and you could take them straight to that link. Yeah, that, that's a great idea. Huh. That's great idea. Look at this. We're uh, we're we got something here. <laughs> huh. We we should do something with all the skill and all. That's right. We we're on it. We need to do a podcast. We <laughs> we should do a podcast. Now, you're a bald man, so I'm not going to ask you about hair care products. Oh yes. You know, with the travel that you do, and when you have a tough time consulting, what is something that Sheldon Primus has found? Whether you know it's natural, herbal. Meditation. What do you do for stress? Yeah, stress actually is one of the big things that I, you have to incorporate stress management in consulting. So part of my, um, everything that I do, I'm trying to think of holistically. You got to think of the whole body, right? Uh, and the body, mind, and spirit is what I'm, I'm thinking of there too. So uh, for me, I believe that I, there's things that I do regularly and things that I do where I haphazard. And then there's things that I know I should do, but I, I just haven't. So the things that I do regularly is breathing, like actual mindful breathing and, and try to try to calm my nerves that way. 
Uh, then the other thing is uh, the breathing through meditation, and I do like um, I do like chants. If uh, if you're familiar with uh, kirtan and that type of music, they always oh, yeah. they always have like chants in there. Gregorian, yeah, oh, I love Gregorian. It's just I love different types of chants. I love Buddhist monks chants, and I love Catholic Gregorian uh, monk chants. Those those two monks, the Catholic monks and the the Buddhist monks. They know how to chant, and I, I love listening to those guys. And uh, maybe that's I'm Catholic, but uh, but that's I'm I'm one of those spiritual wanderers right now because honestly, I feel that I um not in a bad way at all. I'm, uh, but I do feel like it's it's still a a holistic part of me. And if you can't reconcile that part, then your business life will struggle. Uh, so the there's you know so many things and as far as herbals i am a eccentric uh, just truly eccentric when it comes to essential oils i got this book and it tells you what oil actually um matches your emotion so let's say i'm feeling like really blue and i'm just down and i'll flip through this book and i'm like all right i need to get peppermint because peppermint's the oil of buoyancy and makes me feel higher so i'm gonna go ahead and just huff some peppermint <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's a good stimulation too oh yeah um, i actually read something that you mentioned about peppermint like if somebody has to engage in studying and um i'm trying to think of that the retention stuff but they told me if you have peppermint oil and you sat there and smelled it prior to it it stimulates that mm -hmm. it does uh and actually uh for cost classes i like if someone's like completely like one lady i remember it was i felt so terrible so bad for her because the company sent three people to this class two of them were uh working day shift she worked as a heavy equipment operator at night finished up her her shift and it was overnight and then she comes uh sits in the parking lot and this is in um in uh louisiana just like the the um lake charles and she okay. sits in there and she's sleeping in the parking lot after work and then two hours roughly comes in goes to the cause class and and then goes to take care of her son after sleeps a little and get back to work and do it all over for the week so i gave her some peppermint and you just do a few drops in your hand and it's truly essential oil where it's a hundred percent and no no kind of fillers or anything so you put a little one drop is, is plenty in your hand you rub in your middle of your palm and you just kind of cup your hand like if you're going to do those uh, bird calls that the the people used to do the <laughs> and you you just kind of huff in your hand the peppermint and it kept her awake all week because of of the, the the type of oil it is and then there's another one that i give the students whenever um i ask if they're oil sensitive first but if they're in the test mode and they get so freaked out about the test because it is a, a 75 percent of their grade that's so right i remember that yeah it's a big one so when they're that, freaked out about homework. it <laughs> no homework is that now for this, did you use pepper spray? <laughs> oh yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no, uh, for that one, it's a it's like a little calming blend. So I'd give them a little calming blend, put it on their uh, pulse points, and uh, and that's good. But I, I believe in all that, man. You could, oh, you're yeah. a CBD guy, I believe, right? So CBD, yes, all that stuff is is. But lavender too. Lavender. lavender oh yeah. yeah, love me some lavender. Pepper. If I'm itching, I get me some lavender, all that stuff, even though it doesn't seem to connect with uh, the consulting lifestyle or safety and everything else in the business, 
it, you can't forget your personal side. Yes, sir. Because if you do, then it's always going to come back and and leave you an empty feeling. You're always going to be trying to fill something with more work, or you're going to get unbalanced, and your spouse is going to, and your partner is going to end up telling you, "You'll cut it out." <laughs> <laughs> and then they're going to feel like you're not taking care of yourself and they're going to have to take charge of you and, and say, all right, you need balance and we're going to start today vacation or something silly. And you're going to end up being like, I can't. And it, it's going to hurt you. So I say, just get it, incorporate it all, whatever works for you. I mean, truly, we've got all kinds of substances that will work for you individually. We got all kinds of things out there we even got yeah. some techniques and uh i don't know if you're one of these guys that that does the um uh there's something called emotional freedom technique eft and it's um it's set up as a tapping a lot of people may say tapping and they tap pressure points and it's truly non-evasive you're just tapping pressure points and sometimes i need to do that to alleviate stress before i do conference speaking because conferences kind of still i don't know i i have fun when i speak at a conference but still with when there's you know hundreds of people <laughs> it kind of gets to you uh so things like that i i try to use more holistic safe methods so i don't I, I don't mess up my body and then mess up my mind at the same time i'd have to look it up brother but i saw three weeks ago i can't remember the actor's name but when he was on broadway they they said for him to get over his stress before he got on stage he would throw up his tension was so bad wow and they said once he did that he he was fine he just got that tension out and it was released, but he was world renowned for it because they said he could not do a show or anything before he got sick. And once that was off his chest, you know, I'll, I'll have to look it up just out of curiosity sakes. But yeah, that, there are certain things, you know, I've seen other people do like they'll get a screen pillow and just, ah, you know, prior to an event and yeah. they're like, okay, I have to get that out. Yeah. Hey, but, that works. Anything. I, yeah. What about you? I know the CBD, but anything else? Well, yeah, wine. Lots of wine. <laughs> uh, no, I'll do oxygen and I'll do breathings oxygen. as well. Uh, prior idea. to a big class, um, I'll sit there and I'll watch something humorous. I'll, I'll do a mind reset. And what it is, is I, I take out all the audio and just look at the visual, you know. Um, and people were like, well, why do you do that on your pack? podcast you do an audio i said to pump you up before i get talking give you something that invigorates you that stimulates before i start talking to you and put you to sleep um but yeah because visual cues it, i'll get in and say hey i just saw this thing where it happened what would you do if something like this occurred you know just as an opener to engage the group see who's going to respond who's falling asleep who's doing and i'll do things like that too you know, calm myself down prior to an engagement. But yeah, I, I get nervous in front of groups. I'm an introvert. So I got to build myself up to step into that. Yeah. Uh, how, just again, here we go. I know we're, we're like pressed on our clock too, but um, yeah. for getting back into consulting, when did you decide that you're like, oh, I'm better working for myself? Well, when you and I first interviewed back, Episode seven, eight, nine, you know, back <laughs> yeah. in the early days. Um, while I was doing the construction work at U.S. Nitrogen, where my wife works, 
one of the things that I saw with a lot of the subs, you know, and the subcontractors, they kept running into walls, not because they didn't have good safety teams or safety technicians or managers, but they didn't know how to apply what they had and into something else. You know, it's like, oh, we only do greenfield sites. We only do this. Or, you know, I was working with two of the insurance guys that were out there and they'd say, hey, Alan, can you train these guys because their EMR went up and they keep having the same issues, the same events. So I'd go in there and I'd, I'd say, like, this happens all the time. What did you guys do to, you know, recover from this and to retrain? And because of the forest and the trees, they couldn't see what the issue was. Same thing, employees fall. We, we've got these training videos, uh, but it was not conducive to their environment. And I saw that when I changed a program and it had positive results, and then they asked me to come back and, you know, start charting all their improvements, they were ecstatic. Huh. My biggest problem, and I mentioned it in my podcast, I couldn't sell myself. Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of people would say, hey, Alan did this for us. They call a friend up and then they got concerned. Well, it's like now you're telling all of our competitors what to do. They just stop. They just stop immediately. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was the thing. I'd say, hey, you know, I've worked with this group in your industry, in your NAICS, in your sick, whatever. And here's how they improved. And they were so scared that we were going to make somebody else better that people just backed out completely. Except for the the high-risk companies I was working with, like the highway departments and stuff oh, yeah. like that. And then, uh, yeah, it was huh. like, nope, I better get back into construction because the people here in East Tennessee were great in supporting me. But the company people, uh, when I consult with them, and especially in Greene County in that area, they were like, you know what all of our competitors do. You know what we do. And I said, yes, but I have non-disclosure agreements. I have all this in place. But for some reason, I was an outsider uh, looking in, and that, that worried them. But now my clients now, because I know how to approach them, said, look, I've got this background, this industry, so you're going to have all this knowledge and experience that's going to benefit you. You know, and they want that. They want to know I've worked with plumbers or like, you know, my two biggest clients, one that deals with nursing homes and uh, adult care facilities. And then the town that I have in North Carolina, they like that vast experience. Oh. But, yeah, it was just difficult, brother. Wow. Yeah, I remember during that time period, you're kind of like, because uh, you're in it for a little while, then you had to go back out. And then you, then when you well, came back in. Fortune. I spent a fortune. I lost a lot of money because... You know, I'd say, hey, you know, here's our billing thing that we agreed on. Um, and, and I was going out and put so much money in fuel and some advertising. Like I said, a lot of it was word of mouth. People were really satisfied. But where I generate binders and everything ahead for them. And I, you know, I'd make them new SDS binders, took everything home, had all this stuff set up, training equipment. And uh, yeah, it's some of them still haven't paid today. Hmm. They either went out of business, got bought out, had a non-binding agreement. And it was things I had to learn later through your program uh, on how to make it better. But, uh, yeah, it, it really, it was really something I enjoyed because I could see that I was good at it. 
Oh man, you're great at it. I'm not a salesman. I'm not a salesman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, by, by nature, I remember when I did a sales job and I was going out there making more friends than, <laughs> than actually selling things. And I was like, all right, we, I got to do this a different way. <laughs> Brother, I am so glad we got to connect today. And oh, I yes. hate that I have to get off and go assist a client. But no, hey, consultants. You know? Yeah, you're a consultant. You got to do that. Well, tell people, for, since we're going to share this audio, tell people how they could reach you. Uh, give them give them all the stuff that they uh, where they could get you. Leave me alone, you know, guys. Just <laughs> no, ser- <laughs> seriously. You. <laughs> so <laughs> that, I've got to get me one of those boards. So, anyways, you can find me at mindandconstantmotion.com. But one way most people find me is just like at the end of the podcast. If you Google Alan the Safety Guy, all my information, connections, everything shows up. Uh, and you can also find me at Total Wine and More in West Knoxville on Friday. <laughs> oh man, that place is awesome. I love them. I love them. Oh man. But how now? How do people find you, bro? Come on. I was gonna say Primus Beach Show. I was gonna say Mr. Primus. Oh. Well, the two places that usually is uh, SheldonPrimus.com and SafetyConsultant.tv. That, that's it. Oh, thank you so much for having me on the show, man. This is awesome connecting brother. again. Thank you for being here. Yeah, I love you, man. It's been so long. We got Well, not so long because we keep seeing each other in your Facebook group. I love that group, so that's why I, I connect and I love answering questions. I love the feedback that people have been giving me when I'm asking questions. And so I'm, I'm, I'm in. Good. Well, for everybody listening... This is Alan Wolford and Sheldon Primus, and we're thankful for you being here. And Sheldon, thank you so much for being available today, brother. We'd love to talk with you. Oh, thank you for having me. This has been awesome. This episode has been powered by Safety FM. views and opinions expressed on this podcast or broadcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within the past hour are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast or broadcast may be reproduced, stored within a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast or broadcast, Sheldon Primus.